This is Fire Chat with Morella podcast. It's about life until it's about real estate. Grab a tea, coffee, or hot chocolate and let's chat. How's the market? Hot real estate news, pro tips, interviews, insights, and fan facts you can count on for balance and empowerment, including mindfulness meditation and food for thought Sundays. Welcome! Hello, hello, hello. This is Marilla Kale, your location gal and the host of Fire Chat with Marilla podcast. I am based in the San Francisco Bay Area and I am a part of the largest global network of real estate professionals, helping clients maximize their real estate investments, relocate and or transition to home ownership. Do subscribe to Fire Chat with Marilla on your favorite platform so you don't miss any future episodes. Thank you, and thanks for listening. So today is Red Day. It's Keller Williams's annual International Day of Renewing, Energizing, and Donating within our local communities, both in North America and around the world. We serve our communities 365 days a year. On Red Day, we organize efforts, pour into our neighbors, and make a global impact. We're coming to a neighborhood near you. Do you want to join us? Hashtag KWRedDay. So that's essentially what Red Day is all about. Making a global impact by helping local communities and helping out however we can, wherever we can. So this year in our office at KWBR Estates in Los Gatos, we had a blood drive. Now, I actually wasn't able to participate today in the blood drive. However, I thought, you know, I'm gonna be doing something for sure, maybe something new. And I wanted specifically to tap into um, some volunteering opportunities uh, because, you know, I mean, I, I am always familiar with local organizations and I donate on a regular basis and volunteer whenever I can and help out whenever I can. Uh, you know, we have all kinds of organized events and um for local schools, for different organizations here locally. Um, we have a, a, a number of them here in the local community. And so I participate and uh, donate and get involved whenever I can. Now today, I wanted to see what's available online for people who maybe are not comfortable yet getting out there or unable to participate for whatever reason and maybe they just want to do this via online opportunities so I was able to find this great list of nine different things that you can do 
when you participate in different volunteering opportunities online. And I found something really, really cool that I was able to do actually. But I want to give you the different ones and I will actually include a link here to this website. This particular one is called dosomething.org is the website. The article is called Nine Places to Volunteer Online in parentheses and make a real impact. Um, and it says here, all you need to make a difference is an internet connection. Imagine that. Uh, it is written by a content writer, Jackie Menjivar, and she's listing here several things. So, um, number one, United Nations volunteers. Awesome, right? Number two, Catch Fire. Number three, Smithsonian Digital Volunteers. Number four, Amnesty Decoders. Number five, Translators Without Borders. Number six, Crisis Text Line. Number seven, Zooniverse. Number eight, Project Gutenberg. Number nine, DoSomething.org. So she lists these nine awesome opportunities here. And so I'm going to read a little bit about each one. And then I'll tell you about the project that I chose and how fascinating this turned out to be right up my alley. So I'm really happy that I tapped into it and I was able to help out and contribute. So the United Nations Volunteers is number one on this list. And it says, if you're looking to take your online volunteering worldwide, this is the place to start. UNV connects you with organizations working for peace and development in need of skills like research, writing, art, and design. There are already over 12,000 volunteers from 187 countries lending their talents to organizations around the globe. Number two, catch a fire. This volunteer search tool, she says, is exclusively for online volunteer projects. Each one has a timeline that can range anywhere from an hour to a few weeks. So whether you have an afternoon or several, you can help not-for-profit with tasks like writing thank you letters or editing photos. Number three, Smithsonian Digital Volunteers. Here she says, the Smithsonian Institution is the world's largest museum, education, and research complex. But even they could use a little help sometimes. Help make their collections more accessible by volunteering online to transcribe historical documents or edit Wikipedia articles related to their artifacts and research. Now this uh, institution I was able to visit when I went to Washington DC quite a few years ago and it's made a huge impact on me. It's wonderful. I think everyone should make at least one trip over there and make an effort to visit these wonderful uh, museum, uh, museum locations and you can learn so much from this. Um, of course, I'm a history buff. I, I love history and um, just, you know, kind of uh, reflecting upon what came before us, right? And all the contributions that were made. So 
Uh, it's a wonderful place to take children to um, so they can learn about you know what makes America tick for example what makes the world tick what came before us what was the foundation that the country and the nation and the culture was built on so I hardly recommend visiting and don't forget Georgetown and by the way if you like architecture and especially the convergence of the old and the new you're going to love the architecture in Georgetown so be sure to visit and take a look and take lots of pictures because it's lovely if you love music you're gonna love stopping by and soon I'm sure that's going to be possible um, and listen to some wonderful incredible live music and especially jazz music uh, out there in Georgetown already number four she has here amnesty decoders operated by amnesty Net international this network of digital volunteers helps conduct research into global human rights violations volunteers have used their phones and computers to verify the location of oil spills find evidence of drone strikes and flag abusive tweets to women politicians in india so there you go. This is something you can do uh, to really help uh, a cause that is current and uh, very important around the world by just volunteering your services online. Number five, she says, translators without borders. For those fluent in more than one language, check out this nonprofit that combines language skills with humanitarian aid. Volunteers provide translations, in parentheses, 10 million words a year, and parentheses, to international organizations that focus on crisis relief, health, and education. Number six, crisis text line. Here is a perfect example, she says, of technology being used for good. Become a volunteer to help the Crisis Text Line continue to offer free 24-7 support for those in crisis. If you're at least 18 and can commit to volunteering for hours, four hours each week, you can apply to be trained for free. Again, this is a great opportunity to help uh, with something that's ongoing, you know, in real time, you can really make a difference. Fantastic, fantastic tip here on this particular uh, volunteering opportunity. Number seven, she says, Zooniverse. Zooniverse is a platform for people's uh, powered research that literally wouldn't be possible, in parentheses or practical, without the help of online volunteers. Here we go. Spend as much or as little time as you'd like identifying endangered animals, classifying galaxy systems, or transcribing Shakespearean manuscripts. How awesome is that? Number eight, she's listing Project Gutenberg. Founded in 1971, this may just be the virtual volunteering effort that started it all. 
The goal is to create the largest digital library, and so far they've amassed 59,000 free ebooks. Volunteer by donate, donating eligible materials, transcribing books into a digital form, or proofreading others' work. And last but not least, number nine, she has do something.org. Do something empowers young people to enact social change both online or off. Volunteer online through one of our campaigns to help solve real-world problems, she says. Do Something members have used the internet to successfully urge Apple to diversify their emoji emojis, change the dictionary definition of black slash black in, in quotation marks, the first letter is capitalized in the first word. And create a youth-powered mental health guide for students nationwide. How awesome. So this wonderful little resource I used. And I picked, I have looked into a couple of them, and I picked Smithsonian Digital Volunteers. Surprise! And to my delight. So I uh, signed up as a digital volunteer, uh, Smithsonian digital volunteer for their uh, transcription center. And I was able to help with um, the transcription materials for this particular project. Now, the nice thing about some of these and um, most of these actually, you are able to sort of hone in on your interests, right? So whatever is interesting to you, you can focus on that particular thing. In my case here, I selected women's, um, women's history. Um, and under that, I came up uh, with this project here. So I'm going to describe. Uh, so I'm going to read this to you real quick, so you know what this is about, and then I'll tell you a little bit about um, the project itself and what was so fascinating and cool about this. So about the project, Li Yaqing was a flying goodwill ambassador for United China Relief during World War II. So this project is Li Yaqing Papers, Correspondence 1943. So about the project. Li Yaqing was a flying goodwill ambassador for United China Relief during World War II. The daughter of a Hong Kong industrialist, Li Yaqing attended school in England in 1933, and she began her flight training at Switzerland's co-train Ecole d'Aviation obtaining the first pilot's license ever granted um, by the school to a woman. She later continued her training at the Boeing School of Aviation in Oakland, California. In 1936, Li Yaqing returned to China where she made an air survey of 30,000 miles for the Chinese army and was appointed instructor of the Shanghai Municipal Air School until the outbreak of war caused the school to close. From 1938 until 1943, 
Lia Ching flew across the United States and then Latin America soliciting funds for the benefit of Chinese war victims. Note, please, okay, sorry, this note is more technical, so I'm not going to share it. Uh, it's not going to be of interest to you. Now, this particular project is pretty popular because it's almost almost complete. And there were a couple of other ones under this that were complete. Now, the interesting and cool thing about it is as I was helping transcribe and review these documents, um, some of these, uh, you know, are really fantastic little letters um, to this lady and they are from institutions and individuals and I just love this because this is such you know great part of history right and every one of these documents you know is um, evident of an experience that someone had you know in their life right that was impacted um you know, that impacted their lives and other people's lives. So this particular one here, for example, let's see, I have a couple that I wanted to share with you. This is actually from a newspaper clipping and it is from 1942. Uh, It is one of a series of educational cards, it says, which come wrapped in packages of war gum (laughs) save to complete your collection (laughs) so this is where this came from and this one here says uh it's number 101 period miss lee yaching china's first girl pilot the first girl to win her pilot's license from the chinese government was miss lee yaching she came to america as a special ambassador of goodwill. Her mission was one of making appeals for the relief of China's war refugees. Tall, with jet black hair, Miss Lee, whose full name means glow after sunset, how beautiful, flew from city to city to tell her story There are more than 2 million refugees children in China. 47 orphanages have already been established, but the needs are still very great. Her flaming red monoplane is called the spirit of new China. She admires and somewhat resembles her great leader, Madame Chiang Kai-shek. Miss Li's next assignment is to return to her homeland on a mission of mercy to fly medical supplies to the interior of China. So this is one of them. This was a very interesting little bit. And um, Now, another one that I found that was very cool is actually from a lady um, who is writing to her as follows. It's a letter 
And it says 342 Madison Avenue, New York City, March 19th, 1943. Dear Miss Lee, it has taken some time for my son to accumulate these three pictures of you, which is the reason for the long delay in my sending you these little pictures, which the children save and which I promised to send you when you were kind enough to speak before our office. So you see that you are a heroine, not only to the children of your own country, but also of this country. Would sign your name on would you sign your name on one of the pictures and return it in the enclosed envelope? The others are for you. And should my son be able to get more of these, I will be happy to send them to you. May I again tell you how much we enjoyed the talk you gave to us at the United Jewish Appeal. You made us all realize more clearly than ever that heroic part of your brave country is playing what heroic, sorry, than ever the heroic part of your brave country is playing in this great fight for freedom and peace. Very sincerely yours, Hilda Walta. What a beautiful letter, right? Just beautiful. We need peace now more than ever in the world and look how this can resonate today. And this was during World War II, still before the end of the war in 1943. Amazing. So here's another one. I have a couple more here. So this one is from Stanley S. Jacobs in Chicago, Illinois, by special delivery. And it was written on March um, 29th, 1943. It went to Miss Lee Ching Morrison Hotel in Chicago, Illinois. Dear Miss Yaching Lee, on behalf of Judge Oscar Kaplan, Chairman of the United Nations for Victory Rally, I am inviting you to be a guest of Judge Kaplan tomorrow night, March 30th at 6 p.m. The judge's dinner will be held at the Covenant Club, 10 North Dearborn Street. And when you arrive at the club, you are requested to go to the seventh floor lounge where the writer and judge Kaplan will meet you and take you to the private dining room. It is necessary to call the dinner for six o'clock in as much as last minute arrangements will necessitate. It is necessary. I love this. It is necessary to call the dinner for six o'clock love that in as much as last minute arrangements will necessitate our being at the Morrison Hotel where the affair is to be held no later than 7.15 p.m. unless I hear otherwise from you we will expect you to have your present at the dinner 
I think possibly this said presence, but it is actually transcribed as present on this one. I was reviewing. This was already submitted for review. Sorry. Note to self. <laughs> okay. A very cordial yours, Stanley S. Jacobs. Now, what a great letter that was. Um, here's another note. I think I have a couple more here. Let's see. So this particular one is a note from a young man or young lady. Wait a second. This is from a young lady. Okay. April 1st, 1943. Dear Miss Chang, many thanks for the picture of yourself. Just before the picture arrived, we all received the horrible news that all private flying in the States had been discontinued. We believe Stevens will get its own planes, so we may continue, but we are worried as to where we are heading and what is in store for us. I realize you are terribly busy, but as one flyer to another, in parentheses, my humble apologies, could you possibly give us any idea as where we could get a job either in the US or Canada, whereby we would be repaid in flying hours. We have now only 34 hours. I am 19 years old. But any possible information along this line would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. Sincerely, Miss Barbara Drew, 1516 Stevens College, Columbia. Missouri. Now, what a proactive young lady, right? Precocious. <laughs> she wrote this letter. I love that, how she wrote that letter, man. Uh, that is so forward. I love it. Okay. So, um, let's see. I still have one more, I think, that I wanted to share here. This one, let's see. Yeah, this is a note, just a handwritten note here. Let's see. Oh no, this is very cool actually. Um, this one is from the Treasury Department. On April 22nd, 1943, and it says here, Dear, Dear Miss Lee, I sent the script of the, in quotation marks, bond wagon show to you under separate cover today and hope that you will like the spot I have written for you. Rehearsal will be on Saturday at 6 p.m., at the WOR Playhouse, stop the New Amsterdam Theater Roof, 214 West 42nd Street, New York City. I can't tell you how happy we all are that you can make the performance. Sincerely yours, C.W. Seacrest, Director, Bondwagon, in quotation marks, program, 1276 Avenue, room 1914, New York, New York. 
isn't this something okay and this is the last little note i think this is very cute here 70 beacon street dear yaching all are of are expecting to be at the coo 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 <laughs> can't really make out what this says on tuesday for the meeting that night at madison square garden one would love to have you lunch with us on wednesday the third at one o'clock at jc's restaurant 112 east 52nd street i do hope that you are free he did so enjoy having you with us though the time was all too short looking forward so much to seeing you i hope on the third and also at the meeting 7 p.m as is josephine tosha's 26 of april 1943 all right now isn't that something so um long story short because i went on and on here just want to say that what a cool way to tap into some volunteering and contribution right so there are so many ways to contribute donate volunteer and you know make the world a better price right and there is also some more uh, things i want to share a couple of things that i just thought of today and i thought to myself you know you really don't have to make it a big deal at all, right? Because there are five things that we can always contribute. And you can call it a donation or volunteering. But those are gratitude, empathy, compassion, understanding instead of judgment, right? And kindness. We can always contribute those to the world, right? And like Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. This has been a production of Do You Eve Media. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. Please email your questions to relocationgal at gmail.com.